0: hey what's going on everybody today is tuesday may 7th 2019 and it's another podcast for that ass what's going on everybody how is life treating you i hope you're doing well and so am i so yesterday we had a really good download day i just want to jump right into it here folks this is the nerd and i am back to talk about some bullshit today ladies and gentlemen it's Tuesday, so it's my obligation to all of you. Like I've said, I've been wanting to do more podcasts, and I'm trying to stay on a strict schedule, which I have been. You know, pat myself on the back. I'm not going to break my arm doing so. But um, but yeah, we had a really good day for downloads yesterday. It was our first day over 1,000 downloads. We actually had a little over 1,100 downloads, so thank you for everyone uh, who downloaded and, and listened. Um, I was a very busy bee yesterday. I was posting a lot of links out there. Hopefully we gained a bunch of new fans. Have some new subscribers on Podbean, new uh, YouTube subscriber. So I mean, we are we are loading up a little bit here, man. We're um, we're putting out more content, and hopefully, you know, it, it does seem like people are enjoying it. We are one comment away from uh, 200, so one more five star review away from 200 five stars, and um, it's just a very exciting time right now for the podcast. We're doing a lot of things, and um, we're we're just we're just out there, you know, just doing what we normally do. Uh, we've gotten better. At least I like to think so. It shows positive. Getting a lot of good feedback. And um, yeah, I, we got even more great content coming this way. We've got one, two, three more shows, possibly four. If we guest on this other guy's show, the Couch on Fire podcast, we'll see what happens. Um, haven't gotten too much communication back and forth, uh, I, I guess. Like, just trying to coordinate schedules and see if he can get his guy going. And, um, you know, me and a NerdEd are always ready. We live together. Their situation is a little bit different. So we'll see what happens with that. Well, I, I, I was going to do a, a certain topic today that I thought was going to be a fun one, but I'm going to table that for now because tomorrow I was planning on doing a wrestling podcast, just talking about, you know, Raw and SmackDown doing our reviews. But the thing is, is like last time I tried to do two, because I haven't done a wrestling podcast in a while, but things were just going down the tubes. And I wanted to talk about it this week. And it's one of those things where like it's, it's gotten really bad and like they had record lows, 2.194 million households watched Raw this past week. And it's just really, really bad. And this week they tried some desperation moves, and I wanted to talk about that. But last time I did try, like I'm, like I'm rambling now, but um, I, I did try to talk about Raw and SmackDown together, and it was just, it was, it was damn near impossible. It's, it's very hard for me to talk about wrestling in general because it sucks and it's very boring. And to talk about two shows that suck, Instead so of one was well, tough. So I'm gonna split them up this week. I'm gonna do Raw today, and I'm gonna do SmackDown tomorrow. I'm gonna talk about SmackDown, and then I'm gonna, you know, um. Save that other topic, and maybe, maybe I'll do a third podcast. Who knows, man? I might get crazy and just do a third one. Not too sure yet, but I'll tell you what. Today's going to be a good one, though. I'm going to talk about Raw. And, uh, yeah, the, the next topic is, is going to be a fun one, the, the next one i got coming up. I, I, I just don't want to do too much in one show. I don't want to throw, like, every topic under the sun in one show because then you blow through all your topics, and it gets harder and harder to find things than what you give. So I'm going to spread them out a little bit. Just so I got things to talk about each week and, you know, keep you guys updated with some fresh content, we'll string you along a little bit, spread this thing out as far as I can, as much as I can. So, yeah, me and Nerdette got another topic. Um, we had a really good time doing the reboots. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed talking about it. And we have even more coming up this week. So we're going to be doing that. And we had another topic, too. I forgot what the hell that one was going to be about. But we're going to be doing two podcasts, more than likely, Friday and Saturday this week. So that'll be fun. I can't wait. I got, I got uh, two days off in a row this weekend, so it's going to be nice. It'll be a good time just to relax, recharge the batteries, get back to work, refresh, and ready to go on Monday. But, um, yeah, every, everything's everything's going pretty good right now. So let's hop right on into it. So basically, Raw had a horrible week last week. Not yesterday, but the week before. And the ratings were terrible. 2.194 million households. And that's the lowest number in the show. It's 26 years on air. Not much is going on. Right now, and we got the NBA finals going on. We got, you know, a couple of hot, popular teams out there in decent markets. But basketball in general ratings have been declining because you got the same teams in there every year, and a lot of people are turned off by the super teams, you know, guys that are getting together, you know, uh, like the top four or five players getting together on one team. And it's just like a predictable outcomes, people just getting blown out. And it's one of those things where, like, it's just not competitive anymore. So people are having a hard time watching it. And Raw can't. But they keep using things like that as a reason why they're not getting the ratings. Oh, this is going on. Now this is going on. This is going on. And they're pointing to everything but themselves. The most important thing in the mirror the problem is you. Uh, you is in like Vince McMahon and, you know, the guy he is in charge. Vince McMahon's in charge. Triple H and those guys are getting up there. As far as power goes, like Stephanie and Shane are taking on more responsibilities backstage, as far as I know. But Vince McMahon is still the guy that calls the shots. Everything begins and ends with Vince McMahon. And he's 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 just on a whole nother level of fucking up. And you can say it's social media, people watch it on YouTube and shit like that. But the thing is is people will watch a good show if you give them something to watch. Game of Thrones is an hour sometimes what an hour and a half or so, and people will watch the show because it's it's popular and it's good, I guess. I mean, I never watched it. But people that watch it, they watch it for the plot. It's a great show for them. And they'll watch it. they 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 won't watch a two minute segment just, just to blow through it or skip it all together and read the results of what happened. I mean, you can read results. i I, I do it with The Walking Dead. I haven't watched the show physically in years, but I will read the results just to keep up what's going on with the storylines every once in a while. I'll be like, oh, let me read a two-minute recap instead of watching the show because I hate it. And that's what people do with wrestling. you got wrestling websites. you got podcasts such as this one and other ones that cover it in way more detail than I do on a weekly or sometimes even daily basis. And they don't have to watch wrestling because they don't have a reason to. It's boring as fuck, man. you got the same people on top. You know they, um, and, and I'm, I'm not going to turn this to a bitch fest because I, 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 I know there's enough of that on the internet right now. Guys bitching about wrestling. So I'm just going to stop my thoughts right there and uh, just get on into it. So Vince McMahon starts off Monday Night Raw. He, he had WWE, uh, whoever the promotional PR guy is, uh, put out a post breaking this Monday Night. Vince McMahon returns to Raw to shake things up. So I mean, if you got to put a damn near 75-year-old, close closing in on 80, probably who knows what his exact age is, your old man on TV to, to shake things up, you know you got a problem there. I mean, uh, it's just like Vince Man used to be captivating back in like the, the mid mid to late 90s when the whole Stone Cold Steve Austin feud was going on. It was the hottest thing in wrestling. But that was a very long time ago, and you know the people that watched that growing up. Much older now, you know, like, like me, I'm much older. I'm, I'm way past that shit. In 97, I was what, 15 years old. Oh, that was 21 years ago for me when that shit was going on, 98, 99, you know, wrestling was awesome back then. It was hot. You didn't have everybody in one wrestling federation and not everyone was, uh, was, was spread out as thin as they are, uh, or, or was as thick as they are now. It was a lot thinner back then. You only had a couple of guys that were at the top. But everybody meant something. I mean, every single storyline was believable back then. I mean, sure, they were far-fetched as far as, like, um, some guy getting his dick cut off by a bunch of fucking Yakuza members in Kai and tai, or, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin beating up 15 guys by himself with his beer truck, you know, or The Rock and all this other shit that was going on, Kane and Undertaker, and people come back from the dead. And the gimmicks were kind of stupid. You had the headbangers, like, what the fuck were they? Just a couple of guys with skirts on, you know, or kilts, whatever. And it was, like, it was very far-fetched. You had porn stars, you had Degeneration generation X doing whatever the hell they did back then. You had China, the ninth point of the world. There's a bunch of weird shit going on back then. But the thing about it was it was believable as far as, like, you could believe in the superstars being larger than life. I mean, you had guys, even D'Lo Brown had more charisma than these guys do nowadays. Like, he was a very good wrestler, very capable, and it was like a- a- any one of those guys could probably be a world champion now, it seems like. Because they just had the over-the-top personalities and they had the crowd engaged. That's one thing they're missing now. The crowd's not invested in the product because the product sucks. They do what they want to do, and they hold agendas just to try to pop each other backstage by putting – like, you know you know what it is? I equate it to me telling a joke right now that only my wife would understand and us laughing hysterically. And you guys are like, wait, what the fuck? Why are they laughing at this? We try not to do that in our podcast. But it's 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 kind of like you're watching people tell a bunch of inside jokes that you're not a part of, and it, it makes you tune out because you don't get it. And what they're doing in wrestling right now is they're putting out like like, like they're punishing people for backstage behavior, keeping them off a of TV, holding them down, de pushing them, making them lose, jobbing them out, and shit like that, keeping them off a of TV. And it's like, why, you know? And the stooges will stooge off everything that's going on as far as like you know Sasha and Bailey sleeping on the floor and bullshit like that. And it's like Sasha hasn't been on TV since. And it's like for people that don't know that like Sasha, they're like, why the hell is she off TV? But the people that do know or think they know already kind of have an idea. And it's like the things that happen backstage are way more interesting than things that are happening on stage. So if you got you know 15 writers and a thousand people to write for, the writing's gonna get worse because you're 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 basically spreading yourselves out too thin you got way too many guys to account for. And what happens when you have too many guys to account for? A lot of them aren't going to be used, or too many are going to be used, and the storylines are going to suck because you only have so many ideas between so many people for so many people. So with that said, I mean, you have Vince McMahon come out there, and then he basically came out there, and he called out Roman Reigns, and I didn't watch this shit. I'm just reading a Bleacher Report's review. just kind of added my own spin on it, what I think about it. So Roman Reigns comes out there, and, yeah, he basically comes out, And I guess he punched Vince McMahon in the face or some shit like that. And uh, what happened was, like, Baron Corbin comes out. A bunch of other guys come out. And it's one of those things where you get, like, a 20-minute fucking opening where they set up matches for later on. And with that, it's just so fucking stupid, man. Like, why the fuck would you put out Roman Reigns, a guy who... You know, you, you 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 faked fucking cancer on this time around. You faked this cancer coming back out of re- remission, which is what the, I mean. It, it, it is what it is. You know, he came back at a very convenient time, and the ratings were sucking. And he came back right in time for the fucking Saudi show to happen. This is just way too convenient for me to think it wasn't fake. Frio's you that believe Roman Reigns, and I mean, I'm sure he did have it at one point, but I, I highly doubt he came back. You know, oh oh, I'm, I'm in remission immediately. My hair didn't go, and no chemo, no nothing. They no explanation, no nothing. Whatever, I'm going to drop the topic right now, because I'm, it makes me sick to think that they would use this as a fucking cop-out to get him off TV and come back as a super baby face, you know? But anyway, you have the superstars come out, uh, Dana O'Brien came out, and Kofi Kingston would set up a matchup. matchup. Vince McMahon's saying that there's some kind of a wild-card rule now, which means three guys from Raw and SmackDown each week would be able to invade the other show legally, quote-unquote legally, which is... Kind of making me wonder what's going to happen when Fox takes over and both shows are separate. Foxes are going to want their guys on the other show and vice versa. So this is probably going to end quicker than it begins. But I don't think these assholes plan out storylines like they said they plan them out a year in advance. I highly doubt that. They can't seem to go week to week without fucking something up. So that cracks me up. Anyway, you got Kofi Kingston and Brian for the WWE Championship that night. AJ Styles came out as well. Uh, right before the commercial break and Seth Rollins came out. The two are bickering. Vince McMahon, who can't seem to get the fuck off TV at this point, says they're gonna have a tag team match, which starts right now. And it's supposed to be the opening match, and didn't happen until 30 minutes later. It's just like, so this was 23 minutes. Somebody clocked it, and it was just, it was just stupid. Vince McMahon is just deteriorating right before your very eyes. He's, he's, he's not as coherent as he used to be. He's not quick anymore. Uh, he's, he's just not very good. Uh, he sucks. He doesn't have the perfect foil, like Stone Cold was a perfect foil for him back then. You had the ultimate bad versus the ultimate badass. And it was this anti-authority thing. Maybe if they didn't do it every single year since the Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Vince McMahon storyline concluded, maybe it'd be fresh now if they just bought it back 20 something years later and did the whole thing again. Then it may work. But the fact is, is like fans in every wrestling promotion are sick and tired of seeing this shit because you always have an evil promoter. TNA's done it multiple times Impact Whatever the fuck you want to call it It's done it so many times And it's been like this Multiple times On the big screen The big stage So Vince McMahon Stephanie Triple H All these people The authority This that The other thing It's been happening so often That when you try to bring somebody back the, the, You know Screw the baby faces Or get some heat For the baby faces By taking a bump or something It just doesn't have the same effect Because you see it all the goddamn time Maybe that's why The Walking Dead's audience is gone Because you see people die for no reason And you become numb to it I guess You know if I had to give this a, a, a grade from A through an F, I, I would give this opening an F-minus, man. It was fucking garbage. Really bad. And just, just convoluted. You don't have to involve Vince McMahon. Go back on this brand split, shake-up bullshit, whatever you want to call it. I mean, they immediately went against it. And here I go. Bitching. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me come up with something positive to say here. So Seth Rollins and AJ Styles, they beat Bobby Lashley and Barrett Corbin. Uh, Baron Corbin, uh, blah, 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 blah. What the fuck? Okay. So this is, this is the review I'm reading right now. Seth Rollins. This is, I'm going to read it verbatim. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles defeated Bobby Lashley and Baron Corbin defeated Seth Rollins and AJ Styles via pinfall. How the fuck does that make any sense? I'm fucking, no, nah, that's nah, this is cbssports.com. They got to get their shit together. No one, no one caught that. Well, anyway, Bobby Lashley and Baron Corbin actually beat Seth Rollins and AJ Styles via pinfall because AJ hit him, hit Seth Rollins with a phenomenal forearm and put him down for the count. It was inadvertent, of course, but this is what happens when you get two baby faces. You don't really want to turn one. You kind of want to slightly encourage fans to cheer for one person without turning the other one. That's what happened here. They want AJ Styles to be the one that gets booed, and they want Seth Rollins to be their babyface because he's got more of an upside to him. He's going to be around for longer, and he's a company-bred guy. You know, he came from uh, ROH. as Tyler Black. He, he he is a WWE guy, and they are trying to keep him happy. And keep him as a champion. He, he's a very good wrestler, even though he's dating my girl, Bex. I, I hate him for that. But he's a very good wrestler, very entertaining. Um, this match with him and, and uh, AJ should be very, very good. I'm looking forward to nothing but a stellar stellar, uh, A-plus matchup here between these two guys. They're very talented. They know what it takes. They're going to take risks. The only thing I'm dreading about is it's going to be 100,000 false finishes like they do in every match. But I digress. Um, this opener, it, it did what it had to do. Um, I'm just reading it that didn't watch any of this at all. Um, I, I do know Baron Corbin looks like a douchebag from this picture. I mean, the outfit that he's wearing, why the fuck does he wear that shit? I mean, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is he going to go work his night, sh- night shifts as a fucking part-time bartender at fucking, uh, fucking, uh, El Cero. What the fuck? I mean, like, what the hell, what the hell is this guy? He looks like a fucking valet at the arena that he wrestles in. He just looks so stupid. Looks like such an ultimate fucking douchebag. But anyway, um, yeah, he's, he sucks. Uh, yeah, that match should be really good though. I'm looking for AJ to lose because Seth Rollins is their guy, and I, I, I just can't see them taking the belt off him. But it'll be a very competitive match, so that's something positive to take away from this. Next up, we have Braun Strowman. Uh, Sammy Zayn came out, and boy, he annoys the shit out of me with that dancing thing. I mean, it's so over the top, dumb looking. I just can't stand him. I, I don't like Sami Zayn. I never did. As Vince Russo said, he looks like a fucking cab driver. So I'm glad he changed his ring attire. Um, Braun Strowman came out, and I know I've seen this before. Him and Braun, I know they had a feud for a while when Sammy was a good guy. Uh, It was basically the same old Braun Strowman shit you've always seen, where he chases somebody around, and then he does some fetus strength at the very end. Um, Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. We've seen it already, and they're wasting Braun Strowman. Their window of opportunity passed with him. He should have been a champion a while ago. Uh, Lucha House Party defeated Enhancement Talents via pinfall. Not much to say about this. I like the fact that they're bringing Enhancement Talent back so you can have guys go over once in a while. Uh, I I, I do like that, so kudos to WWE for doing that. I'll give them an A for this just because Enhancement Talent is fucking great. You don't have to do 50-50 booking if you have someone get squashed every week. That doesn't matter, like local talent. And who knows, uh, sometimes local talent become superstars like the Hardy Boys. That happened with them. They were like jobbers every week when they were brand new and young. We have Ricochet uh, beating Robert Rude. The former Bobby Roode is now won by Robert Rude, but he's still getting beat by guys that, you know, he should be beating. Uh, I guess this is their definition of 50-50 booking. I beat you, you beat me, and nothing means anything anymore. So he beat him to keep his spot at Money in the Bank. So nothing changed. They just had this match uh, where they announced that something could change, but it didn't happen. This would have been the perfect opportunity to get Robert Roode into the Money in the Bank match and get Ricochet out of it. He doesn't need it. I, I think he's going to be a big star. He's very entertaining, very good at what he does. Everything looks crisp. He doesn't really make mistakes. Um, you, you could have easily put him in something else. I don't think he's ready for money in the bank just yet. I think Robert Rude would have been a better choice and maybe give him the give him the spot. And the guy's a proven talent. He's been around for a long time. He's not getting any younger. Get what you can out of him. That way you can do it. Those glorious shirts he sold a little bit. Um, he's he, he was very good at what he did. I mean, he's solid. He's decent. So I'll give that one probably an F because it was a very shitty outcome Uh, that just didn't make any sense. It was like a just-throw-it-out-there match just so he can get his win back, you know? That looks strong. Uh, So we had Samoa Joe and Dominic and Rey Mysterio. I'm just going to skip over this shit. I mean, this is just a way to get Dominic on TV, so fans become accustomed to him before he starts his career in NXT or whatever. And I hate Rey Mysterio. Uh, We got my girl Bex brawling. Um with Lacey Evans after she beat Ali Katrina, an enhancement talent. So it's pretty cool. Now, I absolutely love Lacey Evans. Now, everyone knows how I feel about Bex. Bex is my favorite um, current wrestler on the roster. But Lacey Evans is catching up quick, man. I love this lady gimmick she's got. I know I've mentioned it in another podcast, but I love everything about her. I love her look. Uh, she's got a phenomenal look. Looks like she could beat the shit out of some of these girls. Uh, her outfits are great. I love her catchphrases, the being a lady thing. It's just a real throwback to an earlier time, and I love it, she does it great, and I fucking can't stress it enough, I love Lacey Evans, so that's my most positive thing of the week, I'm giving this an A+, because I like the fact that she's fighting Becky, and I'm hoping Becky loses to her, because she doesn't need both belts, it's, it's, I mean, really, Becky looks way too strong right now, Uh, I, I know it might be too soon for Lacey Evans, but fuck that, sometimes things just have to be done for the sake of doing them, and this is one of those times, Becky needs to lose, go back to Smackdown with all her friends, and there you go, give it to Lacey, Really cool twist to be if Becky, and I saw this online somewhere, um, if Becky was to lose the belt, win money in the bank, and then win it back at the end of the night, that'd be kind of fun, too. Um, so we have the Viking Raiders defeating Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder via pinfall in the non-title match. I hated this. I'm going to give it an automatic F, because anytime you have a tag team match, or any match in general, when it's challenger versus champion, and a champion loses, that should have been for the belt. I hate champions losing non-title matches. It's fucking stupid and dumb. It makes them look weak, and it devalues the match. That's going to happen eventually. Why the fuck would you do this? If you want to have your champions jobbing, don't give them the belt and just have a job. Be fucking jobbers. This is stupid shit, and I fucking hate it. Uh, We had Firefly Funhouse Episode 3. I didn't see it, so I can't comment on it. Uh, It looks interesting, I guess. It's Bray Wyatt who knocks everything out of the park. I think it'll be fun. Um, Bray Wyatt is very good. He's a good character actor. He's been very wasted over the years. He got one title reign that didn't really go so well. It was kind of like a thanks for all you did. Let's just give it to you to say we did it, and they gave it to him. Um, it hasn't happened since. He 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 takes all the shit they give him and he turns it into gold. That's another positive of the week. It's my second positive of the week for this. I think it'll be interesting, and I actually kind of want to see what happens. I'm gonna keep tabs on it. Uh, I'm just getting through this shit here. Uh, Roman Reigns beat Drew McIntyre via disqualification. Excellent. Roman Reigns. I mean, you're, you're you're gonna get what you get with these two guys. They're they're pretty decent very good entertainers, good wrestlers. Um, it's just Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns. I mean, the damage has been done with him. They forced him way too far down people's throats. It's, it's just one of those things where, uh, he is where he is and this is all you're going to get out of him. This is the best Roman Reigns. He's not going to get any better. He's not going to get any worse. He just, he's just kind of fucking there. So, I mean, I can't hate on the guy. I, I, I don't hate Roman Reigns. I'm just sick of him. Um, Drew McIntyre lost the match. Oh, no, he won the match because of interference. Okay, so yeah, that that, that happened. Yeah, it, it, it just didn't do anything for me. I didn't hate it. I'll give it like a a, a C plus. Yeah, fuck it. Why not a C plus? It, it just did what it was supposed to do. Um, they made Roman look strong and gave uh, the other guy a win. And uh, the other guy will probably lose the Roman Reigns zone smackdown because that's how they do it. They got to get him his win back or some shit. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the Miz chases and attacks Shamik Man. Next. The Usos pranked The Revival. Uh, No, all right. The reason why I skip over that is because I don't like either or those guys. The Miz should be doing something different than fighting with the boss's son. The boss's son should never be booked to look as strong as he has been. Uh, You're sure it was a little bit of weird shenanigans going on how he beat Shane McMahon or or, uh, Miz at WrestleMania. But he still beat a professional wrestler at WrestleMania. I know it's fake and all, but it's like you've got the boss's son. Who was just like a tough guy, a guy who's, who's you know, he's a tough guy. But, I mean, you shouldn't be able to beat these top-notch professional athletes that you put on there every week and say they're superstars. When you got the boss's son, who who's like not even an active wrestler weekly, he's he's just a rich kid. They fucking put him over more than the damn guys underneath, and th- that's not the way it should be. I don't give a fuck how tough Shane is in real life. You You, you, you got to kind of eat a bowl of shit humility soup. And uh, make the guys on TV look good because they're the ones that are making you the money. You know, so fuck Shane McMahon. He's a piece of shit. And fuck The Miz because he looks like Howard the Duck. All right. The Usos pranked the revival. Just some dumb hijinks. Apparently this has got some of the worst segment ratings of all time. I've seen nothing but negative reviews. I'm glad I didn't watch it. I'm just going to give it an automatic F because everyone else did. Um, You have Lars Sullivan coming out and beating the crap out of people. So he's just a generic big guy that comes out. That's what happens. Um, Yeah, so screw that. Uh, Vince McMahon came out, and I guess he explained uh, on the phone backstage in an unidentified party what the wild card rule is. That three superstars and Elias does not count because he was with Shane McMahon. Uh, asked about Sullivan. He might fire suspend any superstars who break that rule. Sullivan then appeared on the screen and stared McMahon down, leading him to amend the rule to four superstars instead of three. What? Great F. So they gave him an F, and I'm going to give it an F, too. Because it sounds bad. Lars Sullivan... Um, yeah, all the shit he said about Shane McMahon, I'm surprised he's even got this rule. Uh, so, I mean... Three, now four. It's like they're writing this shit on the fly, man. And Vince Russo's sitting at home without a job right now. I mean, like a professional wrestling job. He's, he's, he's got a job, obviously. He makes money. But, yeah, he's not doing what he wants to be doing. And, he's like, you got Vince, Vince Russo who could help the product and do something with it. And, yeah, this is the shit they put on TV. And they try to justify whatever the fuck they're doing. It's working, and it sucks. I'm in a sauna right now. It feels fucking good right now, man. I'm sweating out some LBs, baby. Uh, we had the WWE Championship. Kofi Kingston defeating Dan O'Brien via pinfall to retain the title. Uh, very good match, supposedly. Um, yeah, I, I should stop doing this if I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> anyway, Kofi Kingston won. It was a really close match. I'm surprised he put Dan O'Brien back on TV after, uh, you know, they were saying he had some undisclosed injuries. Maybe that was just the Stooge reports getting it wrong as usual. Um, I'm thinking that, you know, Dan O'Brien, he did take some time. He was on the road for a little bit, probably spent time with the family, and that was probably part of his contract coming back in general. I'm thinking that's part of the reason what it was, and he wasn't actually hurt probably. I'm hoping he wasn't because he does put on good performances and good matches, and he's always been a utility player, someone that they can plug in at any given time and give you a believable performance. I I, I like him. Kofi Kingston, I, I I think the love affair is over and they can take the belt off any time now and it'll be okay. He's just not that interesting. He's not that good. He's a great wrestler, but he's just not an interesting or a good character. He's very boring and bland and just needs to go as far as you know as far as championship goes. But, yeah, that's it, guys, um, with this fucking review of Raw. It's so hard to talk about wrestling. I have no interest in it. So I I think this is going to be my last one, to be honest with you. I'm probably not going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do my regular release schedule topic tomorrow. Maybe I'll talk about SmackDown for a minute just to complete it this week and just be done with it. Maybe we'll do, like, the big pay-per-views and talk about them. But, man, this wrestling fucking sucks. I I can't do it. And 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 that's why I'm glad this podcast is about anything I want it to be about because if this was about wrestling, this shit would have been canceled by now. I would have gotten rid of it. But yeah, that, that that's it for that. We got some really fun, good topics coming up this week, and I hope you guys you know just check it out, retweet us. Uh, we're Voices of Misery at Twitter.com, um, Voices of Misery podcast at Gmail.com is the email account. Just send us what 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 you think about anything in general. Send us some topics, questions, suggestions, things like that, guys. I'm not doing Raw anymore, man. I'm not doing SmackDown anymore. Maybe tomorrow I'll, I'll talk about it really quickly. But I'm gonna do my regular topic. I, I just I, I can't talk about this shit anymore. It's so fucking dumb and it just sucks. I just have no interest in it anymore, man. I'm not gonna suffer or make you guys suffer listening to me talk about it because I I, I just don't enjoy it clearly enough, you know, to, to do it. Big pay-per-views only, you know. Give our predictions and then cover them real quick on the next podcast after that. Whatever these things happen. But yeah, I'm signing off with that bullshit. I fucking hate wrestling, dude. Anyway, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Yeah, we're going to get right back to schedule tomorrow and do some fun topics that we enjoy. Anyway, this has been The Nerd, and we will be talking to you much more this week. Thank you.